Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Kaylin McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between. I give you a plethora of options, different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Any Way You Want It. This is your host, Kaylin, and um, I'm just cozying up here. I have my little, uh, for for those of you who are my students and clients, you know, I have my little pussy mug right here. I'll show it to my guest, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) It says, you can have it. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to the conversation that I have for you all today. I'm, I say that I have it for you all, but here's the thing. It's actually for me. <laughs> mm. And I know that everybody, you're, you're all are going to benefit. Um, so I am joined today by Kevin Herman. Um, hey, Kevin. How's it hey. going? Thanks for having me. I'm so happy you're here. And as I was saying to you before we record it, before we hit record, um, I'm really in a moment of just total surrender in my life and with this podcast, you know, (laughs) and I am just no, um, you know, when I, when the podcast started, I I had this like uh, moment of like reaching out to guests and like researching, like, who do I want to bring on? And, and I so trust that period of time, right? It was like, that was like a, a phase of my podcast. And now I'm just so leaned back and I'm like, oh, okay, who's going to come to me and what, you know, whatever, what's going to be revealed and what's going to come through. And so, um, so I wanted to, you know, share with you all, my audience, um, like who Kevin is. Uh, he came to me from a, one of my friends, Tanai, and she was just like, hey, you know, like, would you want to have this guy on? And I just sort of like felt into it. I saw his social media. I felt his um, his embodiment of truth. And um, I felt this like level of um, purity actually, when I just like slowed down to tune into his energy. And that's really the, the, what is the decision thing for me? It's not like what sort of accolades and things has this person accomplished or how well known are they? I don't give a fuck about any of that. I just feel and respond to energy. And for you to know, Kevin does have over seven years of coaching experience um, and, you know, has worked with many, many 
you know, clients and peer to peer coaching. Um, he has a group program, which was featured in the New York Times and GQ, you all. Um, he's a retreat facilitator um, and a budding tea sommelier. I want to know more about that. Uh, but mostly from what I can tell you from my the past 10 minutes of interacting with him uh, is that he is a deeply heart centered uh, man of love. Mm, thank you so much. I just got a little goosebumps across <laughs> the arms and legs. So that tells me we're in the right spot. Oh yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, where are you in the, I don't, I don't even remember where you live. Or maybe I live in I Boulder. Yeah. You're, in, you're in Boulder. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm in Boulder. Although I don't know how, for how much longer, um, planning on going to Mexico city and also just want to be at the beach more. So sunshine, mm. operation sunshine is about to okay. commence. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to shed that Carhartt hat. At the <laughs> <beach>. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ritually sacrifice it when I leave this place. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that for you. Yeah. Ah, well, so, um, I just want to talk about what is, um, yeah, what feels really alive for you, like what you're just like learning or going through. Um, because yeah, like I said, before we hit record, I trust there's something that I am meant to hear from whatever you're, mm. whatever you're moving through. Yeah, absolutely. I was really struck by what you shared that you just had a sense of my purity from going mm. onto my Instagram page. Yeah. And I was also really struck by your mm. theme or concept of surrender and truth right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's very alive for me. It has been for, I don't know, a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. And I think they're actually related. There's, there's a purity to truth. And I was actually had a curiosity. As soon as you said that, I was like, how do you actually know? What happens for you? Because I like swapping notes with people. Oh, yeah. What's your yeah. experience of truth? Like, how do you know it's true? Oh, man, I'm get, I'm like getting so rocked by this right like this week like literally in this exact moment in fact like this morning i just like wrote to my teacher this like very long post that was like okay i think i'm like coming into deeper uh deeper resonance with my own truth and then like listening to the voice of truth and the mm. difference between um that and um the voice of fear you know, or like my survival mechanism. And uh, what I am learning this week right now is there's like this clunk that happens with the truth. And it's just like, there's nothing extra. There's no, um, there's actually no tension in the truth is what I'm finding is that it's just, it's just like, Oh, it's there. And it might cut through things. There might be tension that has to be released to fully sit in it, but it's there. There's actually no, like, uh, the truth is not that voice inside of you. That's like, Oh, I don't know. Like maybe right. That you can hear that. That's like, that's fear. But like I was, um, riding my bike yesterday 
to go to the track to work out. And I've, I haven't never ridden my bike and I went a different route than I drive. And I didn't use a GPS. I was like, I'm just going to kind of, I think I kind of know the way I'm just going to like feel it out. And I'm, you know, heading down the hill and then I take a left and immediately the voice was like, oh, that's the wrong way. And in the past, I would have um, stopped my bike, gotten out my Google Maps, and then like been like gone through a process to be like, oh, which way is the way? But I heard it and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's just the wrong way. All right. So I just turned around went the other way and right. And that would just like led me, that was the correct way. Like I just knew the truth. And I, and if, and, and so I'm learning to distinguish that, like, Oh, the moment of, okay, that's just what's needed right now. Okay. This is what's happening. Here's where, okay. Oh, this, 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 and it's actually happening all the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm just in a much deeper relationship with it. Even like literally this week, so yeah, I'm curious how that lands and and what it is for you because I'm like literally in this so deeply. <laughs> yeah, I love that your example was so simple and day to day because I notice in my conversations around truth, sometimes people can have a reaction of, oh, it's this huge thing, and I need to change everything in my life because the truth is. <laughs> it's like this big, almost like deified, mm-hmm. like pedestal thing. Um, yeah. and I think on some level, there's an, an aspect of reverence that's important for the truth. Mm-hmm. And I also love how simple that example was. Right. And what I hear you saying too, for you, it's just a, a process of listening, right. Of listening uh. really deeply. There are different voices. Um, and where are they coming from? Are they, are they coming from fear? Or are they coming from somewhere else? I love that. Um, yeah. yeah, I think truth is happening all the time. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I've had some big lightning bolt moments of truth over the past couple of years. And I also have had smaller, quiet whispers. Um, mm. And I've been in a really deep inquiry of like, oh yeah, what is actually the truth? Is that, um, is that just a preference I have? And I hear it and I think it's the truth. And I'm like telling myself that mm-hmm. is, um, is that someone else's narrative that I've picked up and that now I'm like regurgitating in this moment. And is that, you know, more of a, yeah, survival mechanism or like actually just self-sabotage, <laughs> right. That I am like deeming as true. Um, it's really tricky, I think, to know. Mm-hmm. And I do think if anything, what I've learned is just a process of really slowing down and listening more closely and being able to discern, okay, where's this information coming from? Right. I'm, I'm interested in like, is this coming from my mind? Right. Is the narrative is coming from my heart? Yeah. Is this coming from my gut? Is this coming from spirit? And if it's coming from one of those four places, it's a lot easier for me to discern for me, at least. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where's this information coming from? Right. And it's all the same thing, duh. But like there's there's different access points. And I think in any conversation for truth for me, like all I'm really interested in is actually can I get better at the mechanisms through which I can listen? 
can I get better at accessing and having my awareness in my gut and deciphering the information that comes there? Because in, you know, gut information for me can be an image. It can be a voice. It can be a sensation, right? Heart information is different, you know, and they've done all these studies on, you know, you have a bunch of brain molecules, neurons in your heart and your gut, right? Um, so we have three brains. You could also, I think it's helpful to also think of it like, you're just listening to different brains that you have and you have three brains, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm curious in just how to, how to demystify that experience as much as possible and, and make it really practical and simple. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I feel I feel you. It's, uh, my, I notice my mind, yeah, wants to do a lot of like figuring out, yeah. you know, of this. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, oh, wait, okay, no. <laughs> if I'm trying to figure out, figure it out, that ain't it. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's, um, what's something that your heart has told you recently? Mm, my heart. Um, I had a moment this morning. Mm. Um, I've had a challenging situation with an old friend of mine and an old business colleague, and it's brought up a lot of deeper fear and insecurity and a part of me that thinks I'm always doing it wrong Mm. and very young like very pre-verbal, like you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I think uh, from my brother was pretty, um, uh, he just whooped my ass growing up. And mm-hmm. so the narrative I got was like constantly like, ah, you're not good enough. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. We have a great relationship now, but that was the dynamic. Yeah. And I was sitting with this like, hurt, fear, insecure. Like I want to just shrink away and run away from life. I don't want to get up and do my life. (laughs) And I was sitting with that young one and brought in, uh, just my, my own wisdom as like a resource and has beautiful moment of, it was like, wow, what does that young part of me really need in this moment? Mm. And the, wisdom just surrounded it in like this gold light and held it. Mm-hmm. And it actually had my, like the young one, it's like it's the heart popped out of its chest and then it was seeing it in front of its chest, mm-hmm. like right in front of it. And I was like, wow, your heart is amazing. And it's just so incredible. Mm-hmm. And I had this profound experience in my body of just wholeness and like profound. Wow. I am fucking here on this earth. I have this amazing heart. It's beating like, wow, how cool is that? And Mm. how beautiful just this heart is. And it it sounds a little bit cliche, right? Obviously when you have a deep peak experience with yourself, Mm. it can be, you know, everyone's like, Oh, everything's love. And da da da. like when you're in that state, you get it. Right. <laughs> and then when you're not in that state, you're like, what the fuck are these people talking about? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Um, but I almost imagine like if every person could actually just be able to see their own heart, not just physically, but their emotional heart in front of them 
outside mm-hmm. of their body, they would just be in awe. Mm-hmm. Like if you imagine that your heart, if you could just hold it out in your hand in front of you for a moment mm-hmm. and feel it pulsing, like all the love that's there, um, it's capacity to love and be loved. Right. Mm-hmm. And to break and heal and keep going and keep being here. I think that if we could stay connected to that, it would change a lot of things in our lives. I just had that this morning where I was like, Oh man, fuck. That's beautiful. <laughs> like, wow. Right. So cool. <sighs> Wow. I'm going to just like drink that in for a moment. And I invite all of you out there to do the same. To pause and just feel that in your body. Maybe put your hand on your heart. Thank you. That was uh, mm, such a, yeah, such a beautiful transmission. I really see you. Your, um, I really see your little one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like the, uh, yeah, the play and that like purity that I was like speaking to. Yeah. Thank you for letting all the parts of you be here. Yeah. Yeah. We need that play. Oh gosh. Yeah. So deeply. Hmm. Okay. I'm I'm feeling, I'm just feeling into, I feel like that was like a whole crescendo experience. (laughs) Yeah. That that was the bass drop. And now we're building back up again. (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm like, wait, I don't want to. I'm like, I want to stay here. And where else? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I know that uh, you mentioned um, one of the things that's like really, really up for you right now is commitment. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, I just got engaged three months ago. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to talk about how profound that kind of commitment is. And because I noticed I didn't hear many conversations about it and I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. and I don't think it's something we talk about in our mm-hmm. society very much. It, yeah. There's a lot of like, we you're engaged. You're getting married. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah. And that was fucking gnarly. Intense. That was <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
Like, did anyone else have that kind of experience or is it just me? But yeah, it brought up all of my deepest mm-hmm. fears of making the wrong decision. Is this the right person? Am I going to be able to be the kind of person that can handle this too? Right. Ah. Deepest, be deepest fears. And also really like kind of, you know, personality fears too. I'm like, is this person going to get fat? (laughs) You know, like (laughs) crazy, really like normal things too, but just so much. And, um, yeah. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I just have to like, is this person getting a fat? You know, it's just like the most like human thought to have. Yeah, exactly. And no one, or I see very few people talking about that in the face of a commitment like this. Yeah. But that's what comes up. Yeah. That was a big one that I dealt with. I was like, uh, I mean, what's beneath that is like, am I going to fall out of attraction to this person? Am I going to find this person to be not attractive in the Mm -hmm. future? And the fear of then quote unquote being stuck, even though that's not what's happening. Right. But there's, yeah. And also what I noticed is there was a lot of also unconscious, just narrative I had around commitment and marrying someone and them needing to be the one and Mm -hmm. all these things that I thought I hadn't that I was like over or had dealt with there's a lot of Disney shit in my brain (laughs) so that was was really interesting but yeah is this person gonna get fat like are they gonna you know am I gonna like this person And it's really hard to know you're, you can't know, mm-hmm. but you can commit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've coached a lot of people on commitment. I used to run accountability teams for entrepreneurs and yeah. committing to a business um, is in many ways, a kind of marriage and committing to a project. Mm. right you're almost in the same way that you mentioned you were in relationship with truth mm-hmm. and it's outside of you your business is also a thing there's an entity it is not yeah. just like a legal document it's alive that's my relationship at least i'm always in touch with the spirit yeah. of my business um there's you know a relation there's an entity for a relationship it has its own hey. right thing so yeah i'm a, i'm a firm believer that there's a spirit of everything even if it's quote unquote inanimate um and this was a whole other level of commitment saying okay i choose this love yeah and the what i really am present to um as you're sharing this is the actually um beyond all the like okay i have a physical business and like we're gonna get a marriage certificate and whatever you know all these sort of like real world things um uh, kind of like pieces of evidence of the commitment. I really hear the, uh, the piece that's coming through for you around like committing to the energetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, right. It's like, it's so obviously not about a piece of paper. It's like, there's an energetic and you're saying yes to that. Yeah. A big thing in our relationship is we, call that energetic, the fire. 
And I think it's helpful to personify it because Mm -hmm. it's helpful to have a metaphor that we can work with, right? The fire needs more logs or it needs more air, right? Or it needs to Mm -hmm. cool down. It's too hot. And it's helpful to track what's actually happening between us. And because like maybe, you know, fire is one metaphor, but also hydrogen and oxygen is another great metaphor, right? Hydrogen and oxygen Mm -hmm. come together and now there's water, which is a complete different entity. And that's the same thing with a relationship or a community or a nation. Like there's something bigger that gets created and that's what I'm committing to. And an interesting thing happened as soon as I committed and proposed, Yeah. uh, then the week, two weeks, three weeks afterwards, it almost felt like neither of us were steering the relationship anymore. Mm. It was like the relationship itself. We'd given it all of this, like trust, like, Hey, trust you. Like I'm in. Mm. And Mm. then all of these things started happening in our lives where everything started to change. It was like the relationship was driving the bus and it was terrifying. Um, Like we had a, (laughs) we had a shared, we had a shared goal that we're working towards a financial goal. Um, And right after we got engaged, it just like dissolved and a new goal emerged. And it was like, Oh, you need to buy a house now. And the, and like all these things start to accelerate and move more quickly. And <laughs> it, it was bizarre um, and really beautiful. And it felt like, okay, I can trust this thing because there's an intelligence here that is much wiser than what I can know with my brain or what you can know. But mm-hmm. now yeah. right? that's like, um, yeah, in my in my lineage, like we would call that like erotic intelligence. Mm. You know, it's like so beyond. It's the deepest level of intelligence. You know, that energy is just like, okay, this is true. Okay, now this thing is happening because that's true, and this thing, and then, and I just really hear you following that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wait, so are you buying the house? What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> the house is already bought. Oh, you bought a house? She, yeah, well, she bought a house. Okay. She bought oh. a house and we we were like putting it, you know, getting it furnished. And um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, within, you know, a matter of weeks. And then once the awareness was there within like another two or three weeks and then clo- like crazy fast. Mm -hmm. yeah i think the other thing that's interesting to note is um when we had talked about getting engaged we were both agreed that we also want to do a a ceremony for me so that she would propose to me oh my gosh okay i like vaguely saw something about this on one of your posts as i was (laughs) just quickly skimming through okay so wait tell me about this I also think this is, I hadn't heard of anyone else doing this. So I think it's important to just talk about because yeah, I noticed as the man, it's so vulnerable to propose. Yeah. And you're, you're putting yourself out there, right? It's vulnerable yeah. to receive and say yes, but it's like, wow, she could just say no. Yeah. This is like the biggest fucking decision <laughs> of my life. And I can't control the outcome. Right. That's terrifying. Like, even if we've talked about it and we're aligned, um, 
And so, and also, you know, as the man, I noticed there was a part of me, uh, my feminine, if you will, yeah. as I was designing the ring for her, that my feminine, like got kind of pissed. There's a part of my heart that was like, man, fuck this. I want to be claimed too. Like, what about, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want to be, yeah. I want to feel like I'm special and that I'm also wanted and desired. And chosen. And chosen. Right. Chosen. And so yeah. that was important. And so I just voiced that and was like, Hey, you know, I, I'm going to propose to you and it's going to be a surprise. And then after that, I want to have a ceremony where you propose to me. And I, <laughs> I, I like facilitate that. I was like, look, here's where I want you to do it. Here's the day, you know, it's like, we set it up. Um, and it was so beautiful. It was, we, I proposed to her in community. So around friends and I wanted a moment just with us in nature because being mm. in nature has been a big part of our relationship, but just us, just our relationship fire. And mm. that actually seemed to close the loop that was opened when I proposed to her mm. and the relationship took over and all this crazy shit happened. And then once she proposed to me, it like, it almost mm. like completed that loop. Um, and mm. now if something settled in our space where we both feel a lot more relaxed and just like, okay, cool. We're here we're both in. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I love that you just voiced that and then yeah. created it and allowed her to really step in. How was it for her? Um, I, she said she felt really vulnerable mm -hmm. doing it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a vulnerable thing. And I think it created a lot of empathy. She really got more of my experience. Um, you know, even designing the ring was terrifying for me because <gasps> I, it's terrifying. Like another thing we don't talk about. I was like, I know she wants something specific. So I asked her kind of what she wanted to get a sense. And then I would do the design. Um, mm -hmm. but it's like, wow. I know we could get a different one if she didn't like it. Right. But right. there's this expectation where it's like, if you're going to wear this thing on your fucking hand for the rest of your life, you know, <laughs> it better be you. It better be cool. It better be something you want to wear, you know? And it's like, and they're yeah. expensive and like all, and it was just brought up all this stuff and it was right. ulti ultimately ended up being so much fun and just a great oh, project. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, I've never thought of rings my entire life. Right. But I'm like, she had talked to her girlfriends about it and like wanted this. The and they're like, oh, and I was like, this is the whole thing. And I'm like, I feel so not in yeah. the here. And it's so, yeah, I'm I'm just um it, I'm present to how vulnerable it is. Mm -hmm. It's so um it's so vulnerable. And I really, you know, I, the other thing, just as you're um as you are speaking that I really can like feel is the way that like sort of each step and each phase of this, you know, you really like slow down and you were like, okay. And it's like, there's a whole process that you like allowed yourself to go through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I see these big doorways in relationship to the next chapter. Um, 
it's not to me, especially with engagement that somehow when we get engaged, everything will change. And there's, there's an intention of, okay, we're going to do the, here's the next step. Here's the next phase in the relationship and being clear about what that is. Oh, we're moving in together. Like, Oh wow. We're getting engaged. Oh, we're doing this big trip. Oh, we're meeting your family. Oh, there's these bigger doorways, but when that is named and saying, Hey, here's what's next. Here's where we're going. And here's the larger vision and how it relates to that. Yeah. The engagement for me was actually all of the shit we went through leading up to actually the moment and who Mm -hmm. became in the process. (laughs) Yeah. And that was the cool part because we were turned, it went from, there was this deepening and this like, like all the fear parts came up and all this, like all this shit came up and we Mm. worked with it. And then I think we became more like the people who are actually ready to commit by the time the moment came. Right. And that's what it's all about for me, at least is actually is going on that journey. Um, And then, you know, when you walk through the doorway, it can be a really sweet and beautiful celebration of everything you've gone through, not, like I'm white knuckling this moment because I haven't yeah. actually addressed all the things that are fucking real for me leading up to this. Yes. And I yes. think that's, I went to a couple of weddings recently where I was like watching mm. people get married and they couldn't handle what was happening because I don't know, this is my assessment yeah. that they hadn't actually processed it before it happened and mm-hmm. they were just white knuckling it and they were not, they disassociated, like yeah. getting fucked up, like whatever it was, but it was like, right. wow, this is what happens when you don't actually, yeah, slow down and work mm-hmm. with whatever is the alive. Yeah. Right. yeah. The commitment will transform you. Right. And it'll have you look at just like every, it, you know, drives up everything. Yeah. Yeah, it'll have you look at like, and I think this is the case for any, um, you know, any commitment, you know, like I I went through this, um, thing with my teacher recently where I just really saw, um, like a pattern that I've, that I've played out with like a few teachers prior or a few like kind of coaching programs or, you know, containers, you know, and I just saw, I was like, oh, oh my God, you know, I hire a teacher or a coach or who a healer, you know, I make an agreement somewhere along the way, something happens and then I want to like make them wrong, uh-huh. right? And then go into victim and it's like, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> I signed up for this. This is what you're paying for. <laughs> like this is literally this what is I'm literally. paying for, you know. And this is like this is what I, I mean, you know, this is what I do professionally too, right? I hold people to what they committed to, and um, and so and yeah, so it's like it's a you know it's a multiple year sort of a, you know commitment that I'm inside of you know with my teacher and um, yeah, so I just recently really got to see like. Oh God, what an ego death, Mm. you know, to really, it's not about her. It's like me being in commitment to myself and my spiritual path and like what that fucking takes, you know, it's intense. 
And so, yeah, I'm like, oh, yes, all the stuff will just get <clears throat> get driven up to, for me to be able to like see the next thing for me to like work through with myself. Yeah. And what I also hear you're saying too is commitment is not putting the money down. Yeah. Although that brings up a lot and then you have to work through it, but commitment is staying in it when the things come up. Yeah. And that's the hard part. It's, it's like recommitting is actually (laughs) recommitting and recommitting and recommitting and recommitting and recommitting and recommitting is what's hard. Mm -hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you experience this, but sometimes I have this too. I have this false sense of security that like, once I commit, oh, then I'll like, I can just chill. Everything's cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, just, like once I commit, so I can backwards. just chill. Yeah. Yeah. You know, totally. It's subtle, but it's like, oh, really? Oh. I did it. I did it. Yeah. I'm over it. You know, it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> no. You just literally took the first step and there's the mountaintop. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting, I am really getting that, that lesson on a whole, you know, on a whole other level right now in my spiritual practice. It's like, no, 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 no. This is just every day. You're going to wake up and you're going to be, be the woman who's just committed. And it's not dramatic. It's not like this whole big parade. It just is. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, thank you for the, yeah, the reminder of like that initiation inside of commitment. Yeah. I think it's helpful to even, I think commitment has a lot of baggage for us, the word itself. And I like that word initiation because Mm -hmm. it has a more clean set of associations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you're clear that that's what you're actually doing, it's like, Oh, this is initiation. Sometimes it just happens and you're not ready, but you know, you got to jump anyway. Mm-hmm. That's real, but it's helpful to use, think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. Now it feels like we, we've sort of like, there's another little, another little piece that we've moved through. I'm just feeling, I'm like, Hmm, how do you feel? (laughs) Is there anything? Yeah. 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 Um, Hmm. Y'all, this is like so uncomfortable for me. Uh, I, I gotta just like name what's happening right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is that, I'm so committed to not um, efforting or forcing anything or have, or like having any conversations that feel contrived and just honoring when things peak, you know? And so I notice myself in this conversation, I'm just like, oh, it's felt so good because it's just been like really flowy and it feels really true and dropped in and we're just like connected and, uh, So I'm pausing here because there's this conversation I'm having with myself where I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe there's nothing else for us to explore today. Maybe there is. I don't know. And just being in the like, it's really vulnerable. Mm, Yeah, I see that. Yeah. (laughs) To not, because, you know, I could be like, oh, you know, Kevin wanted to, he mentioned the unconscious. That's also really alive for him right now. Like I could so. Can Can we try something real quick? 
Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> what? Hmm. Just dropping into some stillness. And mm. if something comes up for you where you feel okay, but it's also okay just to be mm. quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The voice I hear is this is a beautiful place to complete. Perfect. <laughs> I love that you just trusted yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. This is so, uh, this has just been really potent. Yeah. And there's like this whole program I have that's like, oh, it's been so valuable. Let's create more value. And that is so not what's needed. Thank you for rolling with me here. <laughs> it is such a pleasure. Yeah. It's such, such an honor. You Thank know? you. So down for the ride. Oh, amazing. Um, well, so as we start to um, wrap up, uh, is there anything you want to share about how people or what do you want to share about, you know, how people can work with you, find you, anything you have going on? Um, Instagram is a great place to follow me. Kev mm-hmm. underscore Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N-N, two N's. And I have a lot of fun over there. <laughs> so you want to check that out. If you liked what you talked about today, you're going <laughs> to like it over there. Um, like it over there. Yeah. I work with people one-on-one um, on a variety of different things. Something I've been exploring recently is actually helping people style themselves, like completely clear out your wardrobe and create a new identity from the ground up. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that, hit me up. I also, you know, I can help you with anything <laughs> basically, anything. but relationships, yeah. especially if you're starting a new project or career, getting something off the ground, really good with mm. that. Um, and yeah, if you're interested, we'd hop on a 15 minute call, see if I can help. If I can, we talk about a strategy. If I can't I have a very thick Rolodex, I could point you in the right direction. Mm, amazing. Well, we'll put all of the links uh, for all of that in the show notes. And, um, thank you so much, Kevin. This was like, uh, just a beautiful, beautiful way to ground and into my day. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah. I really appreciate you. Yeah. All right, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kaylinmcduff.com. See you next time.